0: Hi everybody, this is Joe Targove from the Music Mission down in beautiful St. Augustine, Florida.
1: Hi, I'm Amelia Connors, and I'm so excited to be co-hosting with Joe. I'm so excited to meet our guests.
0: We're here today to share another episode of our podcast called Tell His Stories, Talents and Testimonies from People of All Ages. Enjoy our show. All right. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good night to everybody out there who's listening to our podcast, depending on what time of day you've downloaded us from Spotify or from Anchor or from Apple Podcasts. We'd like to thank you for following Tell His Stories, Talents and Testimonies of people of all ages, not just adults, but kids as well. Normally, I host the show with Amelia Connors, but... Tonight she is off doing other things, so I'm going to be co-hosting by myself with uh, Jesus Christ as my partner, as he always is, and we'd like to thank everybody for tuning in. So tonight's show is going to be very interesting because we have two uh, sets of guests, one uh, husband and wife couple, and one uh, amazing entrepreneur, uh, faith-walking woman, and it seems at first that they don't really have as much in common as you would think, um, because one is a private business owner and and doing uh this solo run and the uh the couple are the owners of a beautiful place in saint augustine which we'll talk about in a minute however what brings them together and makes them so amazing for this show talents and testimonies telling his stories is that they are all working for the greater good of our community. They're all working to represent uh, the glory of Christ, and we are just honored to have them in the studio tonight here at the Music Mission. So tonight's sponsor for uh, our podcast is actually the Music Mission because we are putting together summer camps for kids to do uh, songwriting, workshops, music video making, and learn how to play instruments, learn how to market, and be in a band and perform from Monday morning till Friday night. Uh, the end of the week, they end up doing all this magical musical and video production things with a group of kids their own age. And we have a few slots left, and we're looking for anybody who'd like to donate to the music mission and either send a kid. It costs two fifty for the week, which is fifty dollars a day, less than babysitting but if you would like to sponsor a child or even kick in a little bit to cover one day, we can get multiple uh, sponsors for uh, some children if need be. So we'd like to uh, put that out there for everybody. You can find us on the web at themusicmissionfl.com and uh, we hope that you will support that and also, if you have any musical instruments you'd like to donate, please let us know as well. Our goal is to put musical instruments on the in the hands of kids who would never get a chance to touch one, let alone take one home and play it. So that's our uh, commercial break, and now we can get started. So we're going to start off with our our happy amazing couple we have in the studio, Corey and Steve Smith. Let's give them a big round of applause. <laughs> sounds like we have a million people in the studio but that was pre-recorded um but i like to put that on there because it's a lot of fun so uh welcome the two of you wow how nice thank you, thank you. yes Thanks for
2: having us
0: my pleasure so i met uh Corey and steve when i was djing the uh, biz kids marketplace which they host once a month which is amazing that they do that there's a lot of kids out there a lot of tents a lot of booths a lot of food trucks a lot of vendors, not just kid vendors, but adult vendors as well, which is how uh, Kathy comes into the picture cause she is one of them as well. But uh, your building is absolutely incredible. Coconut barrel on US one. And when I walked in there looking for Wi-Fi, I met Corey who gave me a big smile and she's like, let me help you. And if you stay in this spot, you'll get it. But if you walk to the left two feet, remember that conversation, yeah. Yeah. you might lose it. But I had it the whole time, which was great. And I snooped around a little bit and took a look at all the uh, different artisan uh, market vendors that you had in there. And everything looked absolutely amazing. Uh, I sent my fiance in there to do some shopping and she picked up a few things, which was great. But the thing that made me start to think twice about the two of you was the prayer wall in the back. Mm. And uh, as I was going towards the restroom, I saw this huge prayer wall, huge and I saw the number of uh, dangling little prayers hanging all over the wall, and it made me think there is something more to this place than just uh, an artisan mall. I'm from New York, so I thank say you. mall, yeah. so you have to <laughs> forgive that. We didn't have that talk before, uh, but I'm doing my best. So uh, thank you so much for being on the show, and let's just start at the beginning. What? Brought you to the place in your lives at this stage of the game where you would have this incredible business for our community.
2: Well, um, we um, we we started in South Florida. We um, moved up here four years ago, and uh, by leading a, a a leading from God, um, we visited St. Augustine a couple of times, and my husband and I just really enjoyed the community aspect and feel of it. Um, and we moved up here and i was unemployed not really knowing what i was going to be doing but we felt like we were being led here um after four months of um not working i guess unemployed (laughs) um i just uh, you know i was kind of like crying out to god like i i I know i got to go back to work what is it you want me to do i didn't really want to go in the corporate world and uh, back in the corporate world, and I, and I, you know, expressed that to him, and he said, open a craft mall, and I didn't know what a craft mall was, but went home, told my husband, I was so excited, and
1: I was like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> 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 Corey's been, uh, where should we start? <laughs> Wedding planner, Corey, Mary Kay, Corey, Ladara, right. Corey, I mean, she's been through so many things. She's a very creative person, and entrepreneur she's, side. entrepreneur side yeah, yeah. everybody she, at this table is as well correct yeah. yes <laughs> yeah. right and she's she's always had that drive to to just go the extra step so after we took a couple breaths and <laughs> and prayed extensively and she just ran with it and the Lord the Lord opened so many doors it, it was just amazing mm-hmm. everything just fell into place like one door would close another would open we'd have a negative conversation we'd have three positive conversations Mm -hmm. he put all the people in our path that we needed to 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 really you know start a business because neither of us have been in that field before Mm -hmm. we've always had our career paths that we've done and and this was something that is completely out of our realm Mm -hmm. and it's just i mean without without the lord leading our steps setting our feet to that path there's no way we could have done it
2: Mm -hmm. yeah well, that's 100%. absolutely amazing. Yeah. And uh,
0: how, how beautiful to do it, um, appointed and anointed yes. you know, by Christ. Uh, when you get the message, you have to answer the call. Yes. And you were brave enough to do that. And you had enough faith in, uh, in him and each other to take that leap. And that's mm-hmm. beautiful. And look what you've done. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about the space. Describe it for those people who have not walked through your doors. Uh, from the outside, it's just a
2: yeah, it just looks like big a building. big big gray warehouse, warehouse basically right. is what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, the dream when I seen that warehouse, it, it it's kind of funny. We went by it and we knew it was sitting empty, but there was no for sale sign, no nothing that we didn't know how to get a hold of anyone. So the very next day, I'm like, you know, what? I'm going to run back out there and see maybe talk to people behind the building, you know, because there's a tent shop there that's mm-hmm. been there for several years and when i did there was a sign there and i called immediately and it was just like okay this is where we're supposed to be and um we kind of walked away from it and after we saw it um that was one of the i don't want to say negative but uh, i guess yeah (laughs) negative you know from one of the guys that showed us he said you know he was a real estate agent he says i don't really think you should take this this lease this building So we kind of, you know, stepped back and thought about it a little. And um, I said to Steve, I said, I really feel like we're being drawn to that place. Mm -hmm. And um, we went back, the one side was already rented out. So I'm like, Okay, he just wants us to start with this side, which was 5000 square feet, 4000 4500. And um, so we did we started with the one side, six months later, the other side became available. And we had a waiting list of 300 people. So it was just, it was like he he gave us, okay, I'm gonna see how you're gonna do with this, and then we'll open it up. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's just been, you know, amazing ever since. You know, every every week we get at least, you know, a couple people a day come in, you know, looking for a place to, to show their goods or wares that they make and um, just be, you know, wanna be a part of the artisan market.
0: That's amazing. One of the things that in your conversation just now that rings out with me, is uh, the part about the person who told you, I'm not sure you should take this space. Mm -hmm. As we all know that when that happens, that's uh, whenever you're on the verge of breakthrough and you've experienced this too, Kathy, I know. uh, Whenever you're on the verge of breakthrough, there is going to be something, someone that's going to whisper. Well, we know the devil is going to whisper in somebody's ear and they're going to say something to you that is going to try and hold you back from your next step and when that happens, that's when we have to just hold faith, uh, yep. hold true to our faith and remember who we're listening to. And the problem that people find is that they listen to the wrong voice. And when somebody says something to you, it doesn't mean you don't check it out. It doesn't mean you don't think about it because you don't want to be a foolish business person, but we have to know who we're listening to and what's really pushing us and guiding us. And then you know you're on the right path when the other part of the building opens up yeah when people are waiting you know <laughs> for vendor space and all yeah. that good stuff then you know because those are the signs yeah yeah you know you're bringing brought these people which is wonderful
1: and it, i don't know about kathy the discernment part of it but the lord's kind of worked in our marriage to where i have discernment at some points and then in other seasons Corey has a discernment so that's what's really the partnership you know not only through our marriage and our children and everything, but through the business partnership as well, is that her discernment with this business was way beyond what I had. Mm-hmm. I was like, "We're what? We're doing what? When? <laughs> and are, are you sure? Mm-hmm. Um, we need to pray about this. I've prayed enough. Let's let's move." And I was slow pacing it, mm-hmm. and Corey Corey was a thousand miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for her not t- taking no for an answer, not Having just that amazing faith to take that next step, we wouldn't be here mm-hmm. because that's what it took. And to have that faith, as we've learned in our journey the past three years, we have to continually. The Lord gives us the faith that we need, and it's just um, to be able to pass that on to other vendors that that don't have that faith and are just stepping out. Mm-hmm. Why should I be here? Just have faith, right? You know. And that was just yeah. one more thing yeah. I would say. Go ahead. We, we had a, a mentor from South Florida that told us, don't be afraid to dream too big. Stop dreaming small. And and the Lord says that too, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's in scripture. And for us, that really resonated with us is that stop dreaming small. Don't be afraid to have big dreams. Yeah. It's beautiful.
2: I was just going to say one of our vendors that kind of sticks out in my mind is, um, I won't mention names, but um, he... He sat out in his car for an hour and a half with his products. He was coming to move in. And he says, I almost didn't show up. I said, why? He said, I almost drove away. And he said, why? He said, I just don't think my products are good enough. Mm -hmm. He's one of our top sellers. I said, your product's amazing. Mm -hmm. He just was doubting what he was doing. And um, because it was just like a hobby for him. And he's like, oh, well maybe I'll try to sell it. But he does amazing work. So it's, it's good to really see that and, and people like really start believing in what they do.
0: That's awesome. Let's use that as a transition point Mm -hmm. to talk about Kathy. Yeah. And then I want to get into your testimony and I want to hear a little bit more about your faith walk and that, because that just always interests me as a person who found Christ within the last three years. And I'm so immersed and so all in, um, I love to hear people's stories and kind of watch people's faith walk you know and it helps me to think about my own as well but let's talk about you kathy hi welcome to the show and uh hi you and i uh met at uh eddie vickers park you were doing one of the uh kid biz kids with your daughter yes I was, and she's awesome by the way uh very articulate and intelligent young lady uh, which is always wonderful to see uh, but you were wearing a shirt that caught my attention because i believe that it was a uh, I can do all things in Christ who strengthens me, or it was something like that.
3: I think it was a Matthew. It was a quote from Matthew. I can't remember which one because I have a couple
0: of them. But It was, something, it was a Bible quote. Yeah, but it was something inspiring. And whenever anybody wears a shirt like that to a general open market, um, that is going to be with people who are Christian and people who are not Christian. When somebody proudly wears their faith to let everybody know, I am proud of my God and I serve a, a good God, Um, that always catches my attention cause just love that. So we started talking and not only your energy as a person, um, your, your vibe was just so positive that I knew that there was a story behind your business that made your business, not just something that you wanted to sell your oils, but you wanted to change lives.
3: Yeah. I w I wasn't always that person that would wear a shirt like that. Yeah. Though I was a Christian, so I thought. Mm -hmm. um, I had a big awakening in my life when I was um, diagnosed with Lyme disease. And and going back a little bit, I wasn't really diagnosed for quite a while Mm -hmm. because it's a tricky kind of thing to diagnose. And um, I went through a period of time where I didn't sleep for two months. And I would pace back back and forth. I lived in Miami at the time, praying, kneeling, crying to God, I didn't know what to do. I am a wife of a chiropractor, so we don't really do a lot of medication. So I don't usually go that route. So I tried a lot of different holistic doctors and neuro- neurologists. And I happened to be watching, of all things, a Joel Osteen podcast. And on the, <laughs> the, uh, I guess it was an ad in between the podcast was something for Amen Clinics. I thought, well, amen, that's supposed to be about God. Well, it was actually Dr. Daniel Amen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and,
3: <laughs> but I listened to it, and I that's said... That's good advertising, <laughs> right? I, I, <laughs> I said, I need to go there. It talked about the brain and what's happening with people, and he said he's the only profession that don't look at the actual body part they're treating are psychologists, and he doesn't believe in doing that anymore. Anybody with depression, anxiety, which is what I was experiencing, for no real reason that I knew of. I was, didn't have anything occurring in my life to be anxious or upset about. So, um, I packed, I called them up and I found out I could go on a Wednesday and come on Friday and they did spec scans on my brain to find out I had brain damage. And she sat down with me for two hours going over my spec scans and she said, you can't help it. What's going on? Look at, look at, you know, what's happening in your brain. And they gave me supplements and teamed me up with a functional medicine doctor who happened to be a Lyme specialist is where God comes into probably the best one in the country. And right away she said, I'm testing you for Lyme disease. And sure enough, I had Lyme and a co-infection and she got me on herbal remedies and she was an MD and I was really happy about that because I didn't want to take antibiotics because I knew it would just wreck my gut. And I made a pact with God that, you know, if, if he brought me to healing, because there was a time during that time that, um, that I actually wanted to take my life. Mm-hmm. I just didn't, I could not experience joy. I could not feel Happiness, and I just didn't know why. It just wasn't available. And I have a deep empathy for people who have any kind of anxiety or depression. And so I'm on a mission to help others. Um, The Lyme community, for one, Mm. to bring awareness. And for people who are suffering, um, to bring them to some kind of solution, naturally, without having to take medications and drugs if they don't need to. Because a lot of times there's side effects to those that, you know, are not very good. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm.
0: Didn't, I had no idea that Lyme disease could affect your uh, affect. I had no oh, idea.
3: It's one of the major symptoms of, of neurological Lyme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's about 400,000 cases diagnosed a year, and that's just diagnosed. So there are so many people who don't know because it manifests in symptoms like anxiety, depression, OCD behavior, um, bipolar. Um, it can be heart disease. It can be, I have a friend that was diagnosed with MS, really had its underlying Lyme disease. So unless you really get to the source of the problem, you're kind of chasing your tail. You might feel better for a little while with the kind of treatment they're giving you. The problem is that the community of doctors aren't really embracing the reality of what's going on yet. It's happening now, slowly but surely. Um, And we're supporting all these people that are having difficulties.
0: That's just incredible. What a story. And uh, how are you feeling now?
3: Um, I feel great. I do. I'm, I'm able to exercise. I'm reminded sometimes, you know, with um, a period of I don't have a great sleep, but mm-hmm. I sleep. Um, to not sleep at all for about two months, you really go pretty crazy. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was a really, really struggle. And, and, um,
0: and how did you transition? Well, you, give us a little bit of background because you do a lot of things. I do. Right? You have, <laughs> My yeah.
3: husband always says, you know, I do too much, but I, I like to multitask. I yeah. like to it drives me. It, yeah. I thrive on it. I, um, w- I was a physical therapist. So mm-hmm. at the time when I was going through this, I had my own practice. My husband has his own practice too. We were within the same building, but we sh- kind of operated separately. And I had to close that practice when that happened. And, you know, for me, the coronavirus was the best thing that happened because I spent that year healing and inside and really quiet, which is what I needed. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a former professional athlete. So I was doing a lot of, um, injury prevention clinics for groups of runners in Miami. Love that. Um, love to share, you know, my gift with them. And now I'm coaching Veritas classical school, my daughter's track team, which is actually kind of fun. I didn't, I didn't plan on it at all, but you know what? I, I, I prayed about that too. I'm like, Oh God, you really want me to do this? Cause I can't find a coach. <laughs> you put me in that position. So, and I'm having a lot of fun. Good.
0: Yeah. That's great. And then how did all that transition into the business that you have now?
3: Wow. Um, I have a, a friend that was in the business of natural solutions. She actually has coached six people now out of stage four cancer. Mm. And when she started, she had to find the best frankincense around it because that was part of the protocol was frankincense. And people really don't know this. Actually, tons of PubMed research on frankincense causing apoptosis. That's a good word for cancer patients, apoptosis. Mm. Look that up if you, if you have cancer. Um, and she found, um, a particular company called doTERRA. And when we met, I was dabbling in it, thinking I was doing the business. And then when I got sick, I just stopped. And she had said, she kind of recruited me and instilled my faith and love for natural solutions. And so I started to do business with her and now we've been traveling back and forth. I go to Connecticut and we have a team, we have a team of women who want to make a difference in the world, I want to change the world through using natural health and plant-based medicine.
0: That's amazing. And what do you do at the markets? What do you actually sell?
3: Um, I think I'm not selling bottles of oils. I'm not the, the crazy oil lady chasing down people. <laughs> I, I'm more of an educator. I really want to educate them um, about ways to support the body systems naturally. And sometimes it's you think about medication, a lot of times medication you know, you go to the doctor and say that medication doesn't work, you know, and, you, and he says, well, let's try something else. You had an effect with that. It's kind of the same thing with the oils. You know, if something doesn't work, then there's always something else to kind of try. But the difference is medication is a copy of nature and in that copy of nature has side effects. So why not go directly to the nature? Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, how I feel.
0: And you have your daughter working with you.
3: Yeah, when she was four, she really wanted to, to get involved. And she drew a little logo up and which she now wants to change because she's 10. And it's not cool, right? Mm-hmm. But I think it's cool. <laughs> and um, she made sense by Sarah. And I said, Okay, so we got involved with a young entrepreneur group in Miami. And we went at Macy's, they had a big event and she had a table. And I taught her, Okay, your table costs this much. This is what the product costs. And we're gonna see how much you make. So I actually made her pay me for the table, pay me, and she still made about eighty dollars. So wow. she was so happy, and she used that to buy slime and everything else she could find there. You know,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> that's great. And you're not the only you're the only mom who has their child chip in for table space. And this is interesting for both of you to know, uh, um, Corey and Steve, because you know the we rent out the booth space, mm-hmm. you know, at the market, and you know it's all d- divvied up with everybody, of course. But a lot of the adults. As the kids are making money, they like, pay, get rid of your your responsibilities <laughs> first, and then enjoy your profit. And it's it great is lesson. such. It really is. And uh, coming from New York, I taught on Long Island for 33 years, and while I love That's where I'm from. Are you? I'm from Center Reach, Long Island. Are you really? Born
3: in Huntington. Are
0: you really? Yes. My first gig I ever played was at the Cup in Huntington. (laughs) I was all of 19 years old and shaking in my boots. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, look at that Long Island girl. Did you run the Long Island Marathon?
3: No, I ran, I worked the New York City Marathon.
0: The city one? Okay. Mm -hmm. Never ran it though?
3: No, I ran Disney Marathon.
0: Okay. Yeah. Oh, so nice. We'll talk about that off the air at some point (laughs) too, I'm sure. Um, But up up in New York, as you know, uh, there's so much entitlement going on and everything is so monetary Uh, and down here, it's different in Florida because it's just a different cultural mindset. And I love the fact that people, adults hold out and they're firm in doing what's right by their kids. And a lot of times giving them the boot space, enabling them, buying all the stuff that they don't sell, all that stuff that might happen you know, in circles I knew up in New York, they don't happen down here. This is it, you have a boot space, I'll help you, I'll encourage you, I'll motivate you, pay your bills, and then whatever's left over is yours to spend. And actually I know one parent who, um, whatever the child makes, half of it goes into savings and the other half the child can spend. There's another good lesson yeah, and you never crazy. know that kid yep. might grow up and uh, own a coconut barrel. That's right. If you fr- <laughs> we're actually if talking you to my daughter about that too, yeah, about, you- t- about tithing. Oh, yes, that's yeah. important as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. So, wow, you've done a lot, and uh, you're really an overcomer. So, uh, if it's okay with the three of you, let's let's talk a little bit about Jesus and uh, how we found him. <laughs> or <laughs>
2: How he found us. He found he us. Found or, he found or, us when we were born, but... Right. Uh, it, when we started listening, I guess. Yes, I, I
0: love that. <laughs> perfect, exactly. When did we wake up and yeah, start listening? Exactly. Yes, who'd like um, to start? For my
2: husband and I, it was about 12 years ago. Um, we were in South Florida and um, had a real good friend that was diagnosed with breast cancer. And uh, she was in her 40s and um, she was getting closer to where they just couldn't couldn't um, do anything more for her. She had two small kids and she's like, "Corey, I really need to go to church. And um, so she said, a friend of her told her her about a church and I said, well, I'll go with you. I don't want you going by yourself. So um, at the time, my husband and I, you know, we were in a rough spot of our marriage and um, I don't know, I just came home and I was like, wow, I've never been to a church like this. And it was a Christian based, you know, non-denominational type of a church. Grew up Catholic. Not knocking anything, but just, okay. just saying, too. just saying, <laughs> you know the the rituals and that kind of thing. where this this was just, you know, teaching from the Bible, and I had never been to a church like that. And um, I don't know if my husband just noticed, or I come home and talked, and he's like, "Well, what's the music like?" And I I just like I almost didn't have words to explain what I was feeling, um, and then. He, he started getting curious about two or three weeks after that. He's like, well, do you care if I go with you? I didn't even ask him because, you know, I, I just didn't think of it or, you know, the, the way w- our relationship was at that time. It wasn't great. So, um, we went and, um, on Easter that year we, we got saved and, um, one of the things that stick out with me, um, as I always tell him, you know, I, I feel empty inside. And I blamed it on him. And I said, I'm sorry. You know, I, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I, you know, because I would be like, oh, you don't do this. You know, just like women do. You know, you don't do this enough. Or, you know, and it wasn't him. It was what I was missing inside, which was Jesus. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Yeah, Pastor, Pastor Stan Coleman, mm-hmm. who's up in Georgia now. Um, South Palm Community Church was the name mm-hmm. of the church at the time. And uh, it it was a transient church. We were in high schools. We were here and there. Didn't really have a home base. So, so went first time, and it was just amazing. And they they did altar calls at at that church, and we hit our knees. And I have never, never. It's just the weight lifted. And mm-hmm. just the joy of love. And we're, we were just bawling and on our knees in front of Stan. And, you know, Stan said the, you know, the prayer and everything. But it was just, it was just all the guilt, all the anger, everything that we've had in our lives from the beginning mm-hmm. was just gone. Now, it's not saying it's been an easy step ever since it's, then, you know, because okay. it's not. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just that that was, that was an amazing moment. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was an amazing moment.
2: It It was. Still that's, is. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: I just can't think of anything more powerful and beautiful than people coming to Christ. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: Have you been pretty much Christian all your life or
3: I was raised Catholic hmm. and I've been through periods up and down of feeling closer. But I don't think I was ever been this close. I think that that God really pruned me. And I do believe that when people go through um difficult times and painful times. He bring he draws us closer. Mm-hmm. and it's a gift. It yeah. was and I look at it, all the pain and the suffering I had it was a gift. And I don't regret any of it. And because it brought me to this feeling of really feeling the Holy Spirit, of mm-hmm. really feeling close to him. And since I moved to Saint Augustine, I just have felt so embraced by the community. I've been wanting to move here for five years, yeah, <laughs> and it had to be God's time, and it was yeah. it was timing, you know. It, it, he He did it when when I was ready. Mm-hmm. I, I can look back and now see everything that happened happened for a reason. Mm-hmm. There's
0: a, there's a reason why we're the fastest growing county <laughs> in America, <laughs> <laughs> and the number one spot for people to move to in the East Coast we are right now. Yep. Um, so yes,
3: but like you guys, I found a church, and it was a new experience for me. I've been to churches that sing, and but. Every service I go to now there, the water just opens up. My eyes, just the floodgates up yeah. and I just feel, and I just, through singing and through, you know, it's a good thing it's so loud there that nobody can hear my voice because <laughs> right. I'm just really <laughs> belting it out. And I don't know what it sounds like, <laughs> uh, but I know that I, that I just feel great. Yeah. And, um, and it's not just that I need to be entertained because some people might say, oh, you just want the entertainment. You want mm-hmm. the, it's not that I'm being right. fed. Yeah, right. and my my mother in law would say to me, "Go where you're fed." Yeah, and she's Catholic, and she said, "Go where you're fed." Mm-hmm. And she's been a big influence in my life. She's a um, travels to other countries, um, converting people from Muslim to, to Christianity. Wow. She's an amazing woman. Wow! And Who is um, that? Your mom? My mom and my mother in law. Oh, God bless! Wow, yeah, yeah. Wow. that's pretty neat. She's awesome.
0: Wow, it's interesting that you mentioned music too, because my first uh, experience in a church. Um, happened about three years ago. I had grown up non-religious and um, very hypocritical childhood along with a whole bunch of other train wreck stories. Um, But I was invited at random into uh, a church by somebody that I met sitting at a Mexican restaurant, sitting at the counter and uh, you know, and next thing you know, this strange woman, you know, this woman who's a stranger, actually not a strange woman. This woman is a stranger to me, starts talking to me and look, yeah, I was very sad and was going through some challenging things. And she said, you should come to my church. And uh, I was like, I don't go to church. That's not what I do. And she goes, well, you know, you told me you're a musician. If nothing else, you'll really like the music. So I decided to just show up that Sunday and it turns out she wasn't even there. She didn't even go. but her purpose was to lead me to Christ because I walked into this beautiful church and uh, never thought I would have coffee waiting for me, Mm. but there was coffee and I was allowed to take it in, which was just blowing my mind. And the worship team was playing uh, that song by Corey Asbury called Reckless Love of God. Mm. And I knew nothing about Christianity, really knew very little about God, even though I spoke spoke to him a lot as a child, but never really knew anything about him. And uh, in the song "Reckless Love," there's a line in the song that says "He leaves the ninety nine mm-hmm. and I didn't know what that meant, but something in my heart just opened up, and I went, "Oh," and I started bawling like a baby, oh, and wow. I'm a sensitive person, but I'm not an outward crier, and I'm like, "Wow, like I'm literally falling <laughs> to pieces, <laughs> and then I'm listening more to the song, and it he says, "Um." I couldn't earn it, I don't deserve it, you give your love away, the never-ending, overwhelming, reckless love of God. And to me, the only time I ever heard the word reckless before was when somebody would tell me, you know, Joe, you're driving down the Long Island Expressway recklessly, (laughs) Recklessly. (laughs) slow down. So I never thought of it in any other context except drive slow. And then when I thought about it afterwards and I really did my soul searching, I realized that he's, Fighting to be in our lives and Mm. like you said we don't listen and when we listen we can experience that beautiful gift that will change our lives Um, and then after the band was over and we all sit down to pray the pastor comes out and starts talking about the prodigal son Mm. but he does it over three week period the first week it's about the father and how he gave his money away to his son and Mm-hmm. welcomed him when he came back with nothing <clears throat> and all the different aspects of that story. I totally related to because I was experiencing things with my own son at the time who was, he was in high school, um, end of high school, early college. And I was going through a lot of things and I totally related to the story of the father in that, in that, uh, biblical story. And then I came back hungry to hear the next perspective and it was the son that left. And then I thought, wow, that's not my son that left. That was me. When I left, and um. I saw myself in that, and then I was hungry to go back the third week, and then i the son that stayed, I was like, "But that was me also, because you know i I did things like that and you know, and I complained, and you know where's my share, and blah blah blah, and I saw myself in all three of those men, and I kept getting this feeling like I need to learn more, I want to hear more of these stories, so I started getting you know, audio, audio Bible stories, the book of John, the book of Paul, and uh, the book of Ringo was a good one. Um, um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I ended up just getting hungry for the word and, you know, I bought myself a Bible and it just sat there, you know, in a box for like the first couple of months, but I had a Bible and I felt good about that. And little by little, it just started overcoming uh, me. And then when I got saved and the Holy Spirit came into me. My mm. feet still have not touched the ground, no. and it's just, as you know, it's just the most beautiful feeling that there is.
1: Isn't it amazing when when you become a that initial believer again? How that pastor, his whole teaching, is pointed directly at you. <laughs> yes, your you're, and I've sitting, had several you're of those. in the seats, yes. and you're like, how did he know I was going through that this week? Yeah. Yes, it's it's yeah. just amazing. I you can even get embarrassed, like you. he's talking
3: about me. <laughs>
0: well yeah and about five weeks ago i had another one of those at bridge of life and not only did i walk out in tears like shaking in tears but then my fiance turns to me and goes you know that sermon was just for you (laughs) 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 i got it honey i got it Um, but that's the beauty of it that you know something is going to resonate in you um most weeks if not all weeks if you if you are open to it. Mm And that's the beauty of it. And you can keep getting fed and fed and fed. And that living water just keeps filling you up and flowing through you. And it's just a, an absolutely beautiful thing. Yeah. yeah.
1: The biggest difference, I think, for me, and I know I'm going to speak for Corey, too, because I know we've talked about it, and she agrees with it, too, is learning that Jesus wants a personal relationship with us. Yes. You know, it's not about sacrifice. It's not about ritual. It's not about this. He just he wants a relationship and once you know once we learned that it was just such a just a different not feeling a different feeling i guess we want to say but it it just changes your it's
2: like a hunger like you want to learn more and
1: yeah because that's all he wants it's just a personal relationship just a conversation Mm -hmm. i feel
2: i I feel special
3: now i feel like his child Mm -hmm. and i feel like he's taking care of me yes yes. no matter what Mm -hmm. and it's such a comforting feeling
0: yes and you know how they say, you know, it, you know, when you grow up in a dysfunctional family, it, you know, you're challenged. I did, too. <laughs> Hands are up, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, who right. cannot see. You know,
3: this is normal, right? Normal is only a setting on your washing machine. That's <laughs> exactly. what I was <laughs> There you go.
0: <laughs> but, um, you know, when you, when you grow up with a dysfunctional family or challenges in your life and your, you know, your social situation, and then you find that, you know, you're a child of God.
1: Mm-hmm
0: that feeling of being able to go to the father and you feel like a child in the world again first of all you know it, it turns back the clock of aging because you don't feel like the grown-up sometimes even though you know you are and you're responsible this and that but you can still have that feeling of being a little boy or a little girl and just knowing that you're protected and you're loved unconditionally and don't worry because there's amazing things for you ahead. And, you know, this t- challenging time that you're going through was written long before you were born for you to go through it. And all that gives you that confidence to go out there in the world and try and be an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and to make that trip from Ohio to St. Augustine or to get that building and make it into something amazing or to, you know, to overcome and to teach, you know, about the body and wellness and do all the things that we're doing, run a music school, whatever it is that God has for you. But then you, the way we send our kids out into the world, you know, he does that for us every day. And it's just a beautiful, humbling feeling. Yeah. It really is. Great. Yeah. And the other thing I want to mention too about what Steve said is that people need to understand. And I know a lot of people get this, but for those newer believers, you have to understand that you don't have to have it all together. And if you wait for just the right time to come to Christ or to just be open to it, you're never going to do it because we mm-hmm, never right. have it all together. It's like trying to eat once and for all. It's never going to happen. <laughs> you can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, come as you are.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't try to, don't, well, I got, if I have a better week, if I give this up, if I don't uh, do this this week, then, then he'll accept me or then I'll feel, no, you're you said it perfectly come as you are he loves yeah. he loves us he you're loves always you. worthy mm-hmm. yes yeah.
0: that's a beautiful thing yeah. nice so when people come to uh coconut barrel they can come in during regular business hours and they can check out all the different uh vendor booths that you have inside and it's set up really nicely and uh steve told me Corey, that that's all you oh. <laughs> <laughs> It is everything that i like i like Thank the prayer you. wall i like the way you did those uh you know the panels Oh, that's all Corey. That's all Corey. It's I have Corey. to say, it's
3: absolutely amazing. It when really I walked is. in there, I was just like floored. Yeah, it's, you don't have to go look inside. It's beautiful.
0: Yeah, you don't, you don't know what's in there until you open the doors, yep. and that's the beauty of it. And,
2: uh, yeah, he, he transformed, um, warehouses into mm. a Butter- like a Butter- beautiful artist yeah. <laughs> right. market
0: <laughs> right well look how he transformed us so that's transforming right. <laughs> a little building in saint yeah. augustine it's nothing
2: <laughs> right that's nothing
0: <laughs> but he did it and uh-huh. uh not only do you have that going on but you have some other things going on outside and around the grounds could you just speak about that real quick for us
2: uh yeah well um so a couple of things we once a month, we do a specialty market uh, ourselves, um, you know, whether it's, uh, we have one coming up in in May, gosh, it's May already. Oh. Mm-hmm. We have one coming up in May, it's going to be a flea market. Uh, we always try to do some kind of a specialty market on a Saturday. Um, but we have uh, teamed up with Stay City Market. Um, we've given them a, a room inside our building that's actually close to the prayer wall, which I think is a perfect, perfect little place for them. Um, That room actually another kind of short story I'll try. um, That room actually was was we dedicated it to our friend Jenny because um, she had she was struggling with cancer and she ended up passing as well. God has put for whatever reason two really close friends that both passed away from cancer. And um, anyway, so that's where the room where the kids are at that's so beautiful. we're we're very grateful to put such a beautiful thing in there yeah um, and that's
0: uh, kimberly and kendra yeah. put that together it's the uh, sta city market and they're transitioning their name into the biz kids foundation yeah because awesome. they just got their 501c3 and you know, we're going to be, uh, I'm working with them and we're going to be doing some amazing entrepreneur camps and uh, feeding on those kids and helping them to be empowered young business people. And you're a big mm-hmm. part of that because now they have a space they can be proud of yeah. and they can send people to their store and it's legit for them. It really yeah. is. And that's yeah. just so... I think
2: it helped them bring it to another level too. Absolutely. You know? And
1: they just needed like it that. Does. Yes. Kids are amazing. Yeah. Their products are amazing. Yeah. Yeah. They, are.
2: they really are. It's like... Uh, the the what the kids produce is just as just as good as the adults are better some mm-hmm. some things are mm-hmm. you know i it's
0: think like, so <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> it's really yeah
2: awesome.
0: yeah <laughs> and those entrepreneur skills that they're getting and you're helping to foster in them you don't know where that's going to be that could be the next that could be the next coconut barrel you yeah. know when we're gone and those kids are you know right. the next generation up yeah we want that
1: you know you know so, so the, the first, we've only had one market with them so far but yeah the, So the market was kind of a mixture. We had about 12 adult set up. Then we had about 14 of the kids from from Biz Kids set up. But when you you were there Mm -hmm. as the DJ, Mm -hmm. and Kathy was there as well. (laughs) But so Joe likes to do karaoke and to see the young girls yeah. singing worship songs yeah. karaoke was amazing because i can't carry a tune in a bucket <laughs> so i will never sing karaoke don't ever ask me please <laughs> but um it was just amazing just just the camaraderie the seeing how the the 12 to 14 kids all interacted with each other how they were focused on th- their sales and everything but just loving the worship songs was was really awesome that day that yeah. was and Something i didn't neat. and I
0: didn't tell them to sing those songs, in fact, I never mention you know like as much as i as much as I love my my faith and I love to talk about it whenever possible. I also you know when I'm out in the world, I try and represent to the best of my ability mm-hmm. and i and if people open up the conversation or if I'm wearing a shirt like I'm wearing now, but that that's christ based you know I love conversations with people, and I get into that all the time, but I don't always have that conversation. I wait for it to happen right. mm. and when kids get up and they have the opportunity to sing anything and they're choosing a Lauren Daigle song or mm. actually the first praise and worship song that they sang at the uh, coconut barrel mm. was Reckless Love and I started tearing <laughs> oh. and this little girl is looking at me in the corner of her eye, <laughs> I think it was Kendra's daughter and uh, all of a sudden like I'm tearing up and she's looking at me like, with this look like, am I that bad? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like mouthing to her, I'll explain later. (laughs) And then as soon as I put regular music back on, she made a point like, what was that little yeah. kid, you know, what was that? And I told her and she goes, oh, and then she wanted to sing it again, which oh. was beautiful. Oh. You know, so yeah, they, they, very- they get it. And uh, yeah. that's the next generation, so it's mm-hmm. beautiful.
2: But I do want to mention too, I we got off on, on a great subject, um, but just want to mention that we also have a farmer's market that we opened up. Um, we kind of, with God's leading, uh, felt like because of COVID, you know, all the markets were shut down. Um, we just felt like, uh, you know, there, we knew of so many people that were, that's what they did, that was their business, and they don't have no place to sell right now. Mm-hmm. One of them being our produce guy, and um, so he, he um, so we just opened it up and um, had a farmer's market on Thursday night when we first opened. It was packed every, you know, Thursday. Um, things have been uh, opening back up everywhere else, so um you know, it's it's not as busy as what it was, but it's it's still been a good huge blessing to a lot of people and um we, and missed, we I'm go sorry, good. No, I was just um Joe had asked, you know, some of the other mm-hmm. things that we do. So um some of the other things we do, if you can't be a full time vendor because, you know, we are full, um, we do have opportunities also inside to be a pop up to do a pop up market. Um, so they can come in and bring their products and sell to our customers. Um, So that's an option. Um, We also have craft classes and workshops. Um, If you ever, you know, like Kathy, if you ever wanted to come and do a workshop, you know, we open that up to outsiders as well as, you know, our vendors. So there's always other revenues that you can be made if you just, you know, want to, you know, those things are there available.
0: That's beautiful.
1: That's one of the things we were really missing in South Florida was community. Mm. Because down there, well, you guys are from Long Island. I've never been there, but I can imagine it's 90 mile an hour. And it's yeah. just, yeah, we didn't have community in South Florida. We didn't, we had friends, didn't have any close friends. You know, it was just completely different. And, you know, Kathy's there Thursday nights at the farmer's market with us. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Does an outstanding job. And, and just, you know, her daughter's there. And they bring the little puppy along. And, and just, there's a community. And that was one of the main things we, yes, we, we want to have a business that's successful. We want to be able to, you know, support ourselves from it, but just being able to do the outreach in the community and, and not worry about how much money did it bring in this week or that just seeing the camaraderie. I look yes, forward to you know.
3: to seeing the other vendors. It's yes, a nice really exactly. too.
2: You, yeah. you guys all kind of became a family out there. Yeah. Yes. A
1: little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And People
2: it's were fun. going
0: around and, you know, supporting each other, mm-hmm. which was really nice. So kids were making, you know, money at their little jewelry store and then they were going to buy cookies from their neighbor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that yeah. was, that's all part of it. That's all part of that family. Yeah.
3: I've really that's felt right. that community in St. Augustine. I've, I recently teamed up with um, a restaurant called Leaf and Bean up in Jacksonville mm-hmm. where we taught the other day. And I wanted to let people know that we're going to be starting doing um, women wellness like retreats, Christian based. Oh, that's beautiful. Nice. And so, awesome. yeah, so we're teaching them about their health and loving on them, letting them have a little self care. Nice. And meditation and prayer. Nice. Uh, maybe some exercise, things like that. And I think the first. Um, happy hour we're going to have at leaf and bean is going to be may it's not a thursday i'd say it's may 13th and um, it might be uh wine women and wellness nice, <laughs> <So>. nice. <laughs>
0: good things so why don't you uh give everybody your contact information because people i'm sure want to get in touch with all three of you so let's start with you kathy
3: yeah i've rebranded myself as non-toxic mama so you can find me on facebook and instagram it's uh, nontoxicmama.co on instagram and on facebook it's nontoxicmama and that is hyphens between the words and i have will be having a website i've uh, got the website nontoxicmama.com
0: and will there be hyphens between that on the website as well yes it will be okay so it's non Hyphen. so it's so it's toxic. Is there a non hyphen? Yes, non hyphen. Non hyphen toxic hyphen mama.
3: Mama, M A M A.
0: M A M A. dot co. Not com. dot com. dot as com. As a website.
3: dot co for Instagram. That's all I had available. Right.
0: So. Okay. Good for you. And coconut barrel on US1.
2: Hmm. Um, I guess to call is 904 484 8729. You can look us up on Facebook. Um, it's just coconut barrel. Um, Instagram is coconut underscore barrel. And you can go to our website, coconutbarrel.com. And on our website, we have all our events and workshops and um, um, vendors. Yeah. Also like a list of our vendors. Also a list of um, other, uh, why am I drawing a blank here? (laughs) Um, Where they can sign up to be like if they want to be on a pop-up in the pop-up boutique or if they want to be on the artisan market you know they can fill in the information and we can put them on a waiting list right and reach out to them when something comes available
0: good and i'm going to ask you a question on the air because this is being filmed and it's going to go right up on uh On the internet you know probably tomorrow morning but i know the answer so i'm gonna ask it anyway is it okay with you corey if uh if there's a a craftsperson somewhere in town that's really looking to go to the next step but they're nervous or they're scared or they have a product and they're not sure what to do with it this and that is it okay if they bring a couple of samples into Coconut Barrel and just sit down and talk with you. Yeah. And would you please just guide them to their next level? Can I ask you to do that? I
2: sure will. See, I knew she'd (laughs) say that. (laughs) That I'd be happy to do that. That was easy
0: Because you know what? You are uh, a jack of all trades and you are quite entrepreneurial. And, uh, you know, Steve is sitting here nodding his head and looking at you with love. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And that's a beautiful thing. But uh, you seem like you have the ability and the desire to help. And uh, I think that would be great because you just know how to take... You know, a space, you know how to take a blank warehouse space that's, you know, seems like it could be nothing with nothing and turn into a masterpiece. Thank you. And I think that well, that would be that, great.
2: That is, a, that is, we give God all the glory for that because Absolutely. there there was definitely times that Steve and I, he goes, how do you keep going? Because every day, you know, we worked hard on getting everything painted and put up. And I says, you just have to ask for supernatural strength and uh because we needed it because <laughs> what we did in three months it's you know it's just one of those things it's it's amazing what got what was finished yes. so yep. yep,
0: very nice yeah all right well um i'd like to thank kathy so much for being here with us today and uh, Corey and Steve, thank you so much thank for you. being part of our show. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls who are listening, this is Talents and Testimonies, uh, where we tell his stories, and it's H-I-S in capital letters, because all the things that we have here that we're talking about on these different episodes, they're, they're not our successes. We give all the glory to God, and we just are so incredibly grateful for um, the gifts, the intelligence, the insight, the entrepreneurialship the courage is a big thing. And that's the difference between being a a closet entrepreneur and somebody who actually goes out and takes the risks to do it, that you have to know that you are backed, um, by the almighty and, uh, we can't do it without him. We can't do anything without him. So, uh, we just give him the glory today and we thank you so much. We wish uh, and pray for both of your sets of businesses to thrive and for you to, um, you know, not just make financial, you know, progress, that's wonderful as that is the the bigger message, which is to educate people on wellness and to help people diagnose correctly or give mm-hmm. people uh, beautiful crafts that they can make their home more happy. Mm-hmm. And don't take for granted how incredible your work is because um, somebody goes in and buys something beautiful that they can put in their home, they walk in their home, and they might have, have, have a tough day or they might be going through a season that's challenging with their partner and they walk in and they see something beautiful that they treated themselves to. Yeah. That they might otherwise have said no, but they looked at it and they said, You know what? I'm in a really, you know, challenging way right now. I'm gonna give this to myself and they walk in, they smile. And maybe their, you know, their partner, you know, didn't give them a hassle about doing that, and that made it even more special. <laughs> and then you never know if that's the one little mustard seed, that one little piece in to, you know, a good conversation with a right. partner, or, uh, you know, I can get through my day tomorrow at work because I can come home to, you know, my house that I love and my apartment that I love. So all, all the things that we do are done for the glory of God and we tell his stories and this is you know our testimony to his greatness so i'd like to thank you all for being here today ladies and gentlemen boys and girls uh, thank you for joining us for another episode next week we're going to be talking about social media and the positive and negative effects that it has on children as well as adults and that's going to be amazing we have a lot of guests coming on one after another telling their story and i'll tell you the punchline. i'll give it all away the answer is that the only person that you need to be accountable to is not on social media.
2: (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: Amen. He he is God
0: God Almighty. So I just gave it all away, but listen in anyway because it's going to be fantastic. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Joe from The Music Mission, and God bless you. Tomorrow when you go out into your day, have a glorious one, because it is the day that God has made. So just enjoy it. Thank you so much. Have a great day.